Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome back to another fabulous edition of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, fashion psychologist, and motivational speaker. Oh, my goodness, Whispers, it's so good to be back in our safe zone and to be here in our fabulous Whisperers Lounge. I know I'm so excited to be here today. You know, Whisperers, do you have your cocktail or your mocktail? Oh, my goodness. I got to tell you, Dustin, 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 I am loving you, sir. You are showing up and showing out whispers i know he is dynamic i have to tell you the ladies in the chat box over here they are really enjoying their cocktail mocktail but if you did not get your cocktail or your mocktail i have to tell you something you are missing it so you have to go to our description box click the live link so you can join our newsletter so you can get your cocktail mocktail the fabulous tips that we have inside Plus, we have all new features in there. And I'm telling you, if you're not on that email list, you're missing it because there's a special announcement coming in this coming um, newsletter, so you must subscribe. Don't forget, look, you know I'm excited to have you join this conversation, so please make sure that you call in at 516 595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And whispers, you know, Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous for us. They have put a live chat box into each and every episode. So guess what? You can drop your comments, your questions, if you want me to repeat something, and you know how your girl loves to monitor a good chat box, so you know I won't miss you if you want me to say something or you got a question, I got you covered. And look, in our private Zoom room today, this group by far is dynamic. I've enjoyed being with them earlier. They are the Societal Book Club out of New York. These ladies are fabulous and meet two times a month to discuss motivational books, and they have a great time. They said, unfortunately, with COVID, they used to plan once a year that they would go away to some exotic location, and they would pick that book that they would read, and they would converse over cocktails on the beach. I'm sorry. I feel like I need to be joining this group like ASAP. (laughs) But I'm so grateful to have them here in our Zoom room and to be a part of this dynamic discussion. You know, I don't want you to forget to call in and join the topic today because this is a powerful discussion that we're going to be having with regards to release insecurities chokehold. Even the title in its is powerful. So, you know, call in at 516-595-8091.
So with that being stated, I know you all are ready to get into this discussion. And, you know, we start every discussion off with a great meaning so we have clarity, so we get a meaning or a definition of something. And today's word that we're going to understand is insecurity. It is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence, or self-doubt. Okay, let me give it to you again. Insecurities. It's uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence, or self-doubt. Woo, I tell you. You know, whispers. I have to say, insecurities, um, many can face at times. But if you notice from the definition, we're speaking on a deeper effect that insecurities, you know, have on people and different things that it really kind of brings up the emotions that are brought up from insecurity. So it's a deeper level that we're speaking on. And see, when you deal with generalized insecurities for a long period of time, they have a deeper effect. And the doubt and negative feelings experienced may have a significant effect on your life. So you see, it's a deeper quality of what we're speaking of. We're not just talking about just, you know, oh, well, today I'm not feeling so great. This dress is not fitting me correctly. No, we're talking about the deeper elements of insecurities. Many of you may or may not be aware that insecurities are linked to mental health conditions such as narcissism, anxiety, um, paranoia, addictive personalities, or dependent personalities. And so many people don't realize that. And one thing with insecurities, they have a common root, which um, is a lack of self-esteem. And, you know, sometimes I think as people, we don't even look at it from how it affects different ones. And even when I was doing this, I was really looking into this and really thinking deep on this topic because I really want to really make sure this is blossomed in a full dialogue for you because when you don't love yourself and you have a deep belief in your or don't have that deep belief in your skills and abilities it ends up that you start to doubt everything that there is about you and you'll be surprised how many major names really scuffle with this. And I mean, big time celebrities. And I mean, some of them you'll be shocked because even Justin Timberlake, who is one of, you know, the biggest uh, recording artists, um, he has stated everybody has a little geek in them, but he feels like he has a whole lot. And even Katy Perry, she used to be hypercritical about her skin. Um, Lady Gaga, she said she thought she was always a freak from when she was a child growing up. She just never felt like she was pretty enough or tall enough or being able to to really radiate in such a way. And just as of late, she's really started to come into her own. And I mean, she speaks in depth about how insecurities even played havoc, even with regards to how she came out and how she was even almost hidden in like costumes 
as to not really be seen. And we know of some other celebrities that kind of do that as well. And is it because they're insecure or is it that they say they just want their privacy? I'm not really sure. But as we started, I started looking at this, it was kind of raising those red flags. And then the most popular of them all who lives her life out loud on television every single week, everything that she does is none other than Kim Kardashian. She says that she doesn't find herself to be as sexy and as, you know, voluptuous as people make her out to be. Matter of fact, she says she feels that she's very insecure because she feels that many times that her body's out of proportion and that she doesn't look as great as what people think she does. Now, these are people that are like in the public eye and struggling in such a way. So imagine how individuals just in their regular life as you and I move around have had to deal with this. So if it's somebody in this big of a span and has this grandeur that can suffer from this, it can impact those that are right here in our own day-to-day lives. You know, it made me also look at it in this way. Many end up wondering how to work on insecurities. And there's three areas that you have to look at it from. The first one is like from a personal standpoint, which include lack of confidence about how you look, what others think or feel about Y-O-U. The next aspect of it is a professional insecurities. And they cause you to be self-conscious or nervous about giving like your presentations, going after those big promotions, answering questions in front of your class or in front of the, the audience of your peers or going for, you know, those dynamic things that you want to do, but you can't because you're so insecure about them. Well, that's another element. And then the third part of it is the relationship insecurities where you might feel as if you don't deserve love or that your partner doesn't really love you, which can lead to like jealousy, arguments, controlling behaviors, or even making it that you push people away, that you feel like, oh, I'm not entitled to this, or you do better if you was with someone else. How many times have you maybe heard yourself or heard someone that you really care about state this or feel like that? You know, so many don't realize that insecurities are really fears, and they rob individuals of their self-confidence. And if you recall, and I want you to go back if you did not listen to or if you have not heard, fear as a superpower or fear is your superpower because see we really tapped into how you can harness fear and how you can use it to propel you to greatness and so many times people have that fear that constantly stumbles them makes them fall short or make them run away 
from the things they deserve or the things that they are capable of having and need in their day-to-day lives. You know, the ladies in the Zoom chat box just said that, you know, they never looked at it from a standpoint where insecurities can be fear. But you know what? Maybe that's one of the largest reasons why people stumble and fall over it because they're afraid to allow themselves to fly. Yes. Yes, dynamically said. That was that share in that comment was powerful. Because that's what is the gravita- gravitating force that we feel when we have fears and when we step back and we allow them to control our day-to-day lives. See, insecurities are like having several medical conditions that if you don't get treated properly, can lead to detrimental effects. So maybe they diagnosed you with something, but if you don't get the proper care, unfortunately the outcome may be detrimental because you didn't take the medication, you didn't take the treatments. And how many times do people do this to themselves where they refuse to take the treatments and lo and behold, something that could have been cured, they fall over with. Oh my goodness, it's just mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And so that's the same difference when we're talking about releasing insecurities, chokehold. And I use that word chokehold for a reason. Because, see, when we have something in a chokehold, right, it means that it's going to stifle it. It's going to suck out the life. It, it, It actually, it's a tight grip around a person's neck used to restrain them and restrict them and to cut off their breath. Now, how dynamic of a definition is that for a word? And to really kind of put it in the sense of where we're going with this discussion. I choose words like this when we're talking about certain things so it can really resonate with you all. So it can really penetrate where it needs to, be it the mind, the heart. Because, see, remember, I always tell you all that when we pollinate something and it gets to the rich soil of the heart, to go in and we need to uproot it because also it is also blossomed in the brain. And so for us to really get control of something this, you know, huge, we got to take it in step and part. So I guess you all are asking, well, what causes insecurities? What is it? So insecurity is an emotion like any other. And all of our emotions stem from our perspective as well as our beliefs. Notice that word again that I used is perspective. You know, I always seem to bring that word into a lot of our discussions lately that we've had because, you know, we're, we're literally leveling up in 2022 and beyond. So when I say perspective, it's a particular attitude toward a way or regarding something or that point of view. It's the perspective of it. And then on top of all that, in January, in my club on Clubhouse, right, I had a discussion 
on limiting thoughts. And it's so odd because sometimes when I do the discussions to bring forward for whispers in a bottle, I I start thinking about it and I'm forming it and everything. And then lo and behold, somewhere along my journey or discussions that I've had, interviews that I've done or something, it will come back and that it will make like a full circle moment. And see, that discussion was powerful. And if you're on Clubhouse, I don't know if this was at the time when we had the playbacks yet, but if we did, if we don't have the playbacks, um, I'll do a poll in here for you all to see if you want me to do uh, that discussion here on Whispers in a Bottle with regards to limiting thoughts. And I know we had something one time or another, uh, even on Whispers in a Bottle, about something like that, our perspective on things. But one thing I said there, how those limiting thoughts are full of limited beliefs. They're opinions that one believes to be the absolute truth. And they tend to have a negative impact on one's life by stopping them from moving forward and growing on a personal and professional level. See, that's how powerful those limiting thoughts are. And even coming from a place of lack, you know, that place of like it's scarcity. And we don't want to be like that. And see, and that's what secure insecurities does. It, it places that limiting on us. And it puts us in a two-by-four box that we can't move freely. And we need to be able to spread our wings because that's what we're doing. We're elevating and leveling up every single day. But when we get stuck in a rotation of that negativity and that insecurity, it chips away at that, that it keeps you stagnating. Oh, I tell you, whispers, do you see the correlation between it? How these two move side by side and don't have any give or a fraction of a difference? I mean, like, I really didn't, like, Doing this discussion, I I really didn't, like, take the time to really mull over it deep enough until coming in in here and really talking about it deeply with you. You know, sometimes, like I said, I get so in my mind when I'm developing this that I'm thinking when I'm talking to you all right here on air. And so it just brings forth everything to make sure that I'm crossing all the T's and dotting my I's for you. And see, it still comes down to us harnessing. Notice I used that word again this week, harnessing. Because see, for us to harness something, it means that we are controlling it. And that's a lot of things that we got to do is control how our mind lets it run away with us and how these thoughts run away and, and elevate into things that we don't really need to be. Oh, my goodness, I'm not as pretty as her. I'm not as smart as them. Yes, you are. You are uniquely yourself. You are made beautifully in the way that you think. Maybe we have to change some of the limiting thoughts so we can have the expansion and the growth. But trust me, you are brilliant. 
And you have to stop dumbing that down. So when we are harnessing or controlling, you know, that that it still comes down to that, our thoughts are not allowed and that negativity or that self-talk doesn't, we don't want it to take root. And changing our belief about ourselves and how we fit in can also help us discover how to stop being insecure. I have to tell you all this this story, and it's because I I try to share different elements of myself, so you can really kind of take home the the real effect of it all. You know, I'm a very uh, secure person. I'm I'm not a jealous person or insecure person in any shape, form, or way. As a matter of fact, I think uh, a lot of it comes down to my mom just kind of like always built that up in her, in us as, as young people. And even my, you know, my dad, he was dynamic. He was always great. My grandfather, he was the greatest, you know, he, he would tell you that, you know, you come from greatness and that you are to be walking as who you're supposed to be. And my grandmother always said that, we were supposed to walk with our heads up and not look down because we are who we are. And so when you have people that pour into you in that way, a lot of times you do have that ability to have that that kind of elevation of yourself and you get to be secure in who you are. But as you go along in your pathway and as you grow up, you come in contact with the mean kids. <laughs> And they tell you stuff like, oh, you're so strange looking. Why do you look like that? Why are you shaped like this? Why are your eyes that color? Why is your hair like this? You know? But that's what they say to you. And I would say, well, I don't know. This is how I was born. You know? I realized, like, one day when everybody was asking me this, I turned around and asked them the same question. Well, why do you look like how you look? Well, of course, it just shocked them because they wasn't expecting me to turn around and say that. But in that that 2.3 seconds of me saying that, I saw the bully turn into a person who now was insecure and afraid that everybody would start laughing at them. I saw them becoming angry because I pointed out that, well, your ears are big and they stick out from your head. And that kid was so upset with me, like, how could you say that? Just be quiet. And I was like, no, I mean, and look at your look at your nose. It's kind of large. And I went home, and I was kind of laughing about it. And I remember when I went home, and I shared the story, and I told my mom about it, my mom was very upset with me. And she said to me, she said, yes, that child is a bully, and they did not have a right to tell you these. But on the other side of the table, you were very mean, and you said things that made him feel just like how he wanted you to feel. I said, well, I didn't feel anything, Mom. I wasn't upset with him or anything. I just wanted him to realize that we all look different. She said, yes, but how you did it was embarrassing. And you used a tone with him that was not caring or loving. And that day when she said that to me, I really took that to heart. Was that how I wanted to come off? Was that how I wanted people to see Sonia Lorray? And that day I was very 
sure of myself that I did not want to be that person. So the next day I went back to school and I, I found the person and I apologized. And I said, you know what, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that about you. And they was like, okay, whatever. But he never said anything else wrong to me or treated me poorly ever again. And that's the thing. We have to be conscious about what we say, not just to others, but to ourselves. Because, see, the dynamics of that story is to help you to understand this. As powerful as my words were to that child, it's just as powerful as your words are to you. Because guess who's bullying you? It's Y-O-U. And you are dynamic. And you don't deserve to treat yourself in that way. See, changing our beliefs about ourselves and how we fit in can also help us discover how to stop being insecure. See, I told you that story to reiterate that point so you would really connect it and really let it sit in that place and resonate in your chest. And when you take the time to not only get to know yourself, see, whispers, you have to get to know Y-O-U. You is always about our discussions. It's never about anyone else. And even if you know someone that this is for and that they need to hear it, the biggest thing you could do is to share it and to have them listen to it and pin mark certain elements that they can really sit down and let it vibrate inside of them. Because your value, your needs, you'll unlock a deeper form of confidence that can only come from self-love. And remember, we had that powerful acronym that was shared with us for self. And so if we're putting that acronym into play, it's allowing us to stop. It's allowing us to have an exit plan. It's allowing us to love and to be free. Because that is what this exit plan is about. And this is what insecurities, we have to have a clear exit plan so we can eradicate this form of negativity. Whispers, self-love isn't being egotistical. And I, I want you all to understand that. Because sometimes I hear a lot of my clients and different ones that I speak to, different places that I'm in, they're they're talking about like, well, you know, with that, it's like you're egotistical or, or self-absorbed. No, it's not about that by far. It isn't being selfish, but it's actually being selfless. And if you don't know what that means, I need you to do a little homework. I need you to tap in on the qualities of being selfless. Because, see, if I tell you everything, it doesn't penetrate. But if you invest the time, the energy, it sticks. That's why therapy is powerful because 
You get to sit with someone who helps you to have a different mindset, to look at it from a different scope. We bring in a different light and a magnifying of it and different ways to help you to see what the elements and the parts are really about. But then on top of it, we make sure that you have the tools and equipment to go and excavate and different elements that you need to start to plant and the different things that you need to uproot to have success. Because if we told you every little thing and this, that, and the other, and did, it would never help you to pivot and change. So it's the same difference. You see, self-love allows you to nurture. Nurture you. And not tear down your self-confidence. Not to over-magnify those little flaws. And remember I told you, those flaws are beautiful stepping stones to greatness. Because, see, sometimes when you start to learn about different elements or different things, I remember a friend of mine, she used to say, oh, yeah, I used to hate. Like, I used to hate my my rear all the time, she said. I used to hate it. And then I found out, like, I was built just like my great-great-grandmother. And then she said it was like a, a badge of honor, like this thing for me, because I, I was like somebody in my family, and it was a legacy and this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, you're dynamically made. I said, it's just a matter of knowing your body type and understanding it and working through that body dysmorphia that she had and, and being able to work with her in that way and celebrate her. It's the same difference. We get to celebrate the unique things about ourselves. Even sometimes people have a unique way of looking at things and being in the way of their mindset of how they think and view on things. I enjoy that. I enjoy those elements about people. So you might want to know how or can you overcome insecurities? Well, by far, yes, you can. And that is a definite yes, you can. Um, You know, I always have some steps. I even have some tricks and things that I always like to share with you all and different little processes. So, you know, if you're taking notes, let's get ready to get into it because I have a couple of things that I'm going to share with you. And even if you miss them right now, don't worry. You can come back and re-listen to the episode because it'll be up again. It'll be ready for you to listen back to in like about half an hour after we go off the air. You can listen to the playback again or you can listen to it tomorrow. So with that being said, let's get into the keys, all right? You know I always love to give you master keys. So the first one would be you must commit to the process. For you to make changes and and really get over overcoming the chokehold of insecurities, you have to commit to the process, meaning you need to write yourself a commitment agreement. How many of you have ever done that? Oh, some of the ladies in here have said, in, in the chat box said, oh, my goodness, I just did this. I wrote myself a commitment agreement so I would lose the 15 to 20 pounds that I needed to leave, lose. And I was very specific on what I needed to be committed to, like not having the extra sugars. That is a real commitment right there. And she signed it. And she even got it notarized. Wow. Now, that is perfect. And see, that is what a commitment agreement does. 
and it's serious about the work that you need to do. And it's very specific and it speaks about the elements of what you're going to try to implement and what you are going to implement. Because, see, when you're trying, that means you're not doing. So when we're doing this and we're making up the commitment agreement, it's the things that we're going to place in there that are going to help us as our stepping stones to the success of overcoming and releasing the chokehold of insecurities. So it'll work in your favor. And you have to be serious, but you have to be serious and dedicated to it. It can't be something just in folly because that won't help you. So the next key is this. You're going to identify your insecurities. So you have to first, first and foremost, be aware. And awareness is like huge. And it may seem like an easy no-brainer, like, oh, yeah, well, I don't, I'm this, I'm, no, no, no. You might find it even a little challenging to tap into those real insecurities. That means that you might have to take a more in-depth look at what they are. And you have to identify the types of insecurities you typically struggle with. And this requires uncovering even those irrational beliefs and unhelpful thoughts that are at the core of that insecurity. So notice the in-depth way that we are going to identify it. So you want to also ask yourself some clear questions like, um, what do I exactly feel insecure about? Like, what exactly is it? What uncertainty exists that is making me feel insecure? And if you notice, these are a deeper level of question that are penetrating to the thought process. See, we're not doing surface thinking. We're really going deep. We want to uproot this quality of insecurity and this mindset. We have to really make sure that we are removing it from our minds. So that's going to require work. So the third process would be this. Practice being objective. <laughs> See, the challenge challenge is deep when it, it comes to that perspective like that, an objective, meaning it's time to challenge your insecurities. Your insecurities are nothing more than interpretations you have made about yourself. That's all it is. It's just an interpretation about you that you have placed in there. You've said that your skin is, is not clear enough or you're not tall enough or you're not smart enough or you're not strong enough or you're not, notice, you're not, you're not, you're not. And if someone else is telling you these things, guess what? It's time for you to audit your friends. Because if they are pouring in negativity and tearing you down, it is time to remove them because guess what? They are depleting your bank account, which means your 
ability to be secure in yourself. They are draining you of every precious value that you have. And that's why I tell people that sometimes you have to audit your association. Because if your top five does not bring you value, and if they're not your seven-figure friends and above, then guess what? You have to start to audit it. Because if you don't, you're going to start being depleted and you're going to be in the negative and you're not going to be a benefit to yourself. It's that we do these things. And this is like really looking to change our perspectives. So when we do this of practicing being objective, is this really how things are or just how I imagine things to be? See, we have to really ask those real questions. Because if it's not actual and it's not factual, then it's just us being over and hypercritical. And we have to stop that. You know, I sometimes think to myself, like, when I hear people just constantly berating themselves or, oh, I'm just so stupid, I hate to hear people say that, in all honesty. Because we can make mistakes and we can do things that are silly. But you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. We are perfectly imperfect. And we have to realize that. Because once we really realize that, you won't be as harsh. You won't be as critical. And you won't hold yourself so tight that if you make a mistake or you you stumble or you don't make that, you know, where your trajectory is and you're just off by a little that you're not going to browbeat yourself because we are perfectly imperfect. And we can make a mistake. We can perfect a mistake perfectly and think we got it right. I I make you all laugh. So I told you I come out of music and I'm a spinto coloratura. So I have a really, I have a big voice and it's strong. And I'm classically trained. But there's some notes that I can't, I have to enunciate the word a certain way to be able to have the right pitch tone and to enter it correctly, even for the note. It's not a hard note, but if I sing it incorrectly or say the word incorrectly, it sounds like I'm kind of pulling the note. And so I remember that my voice teacher she is just so cool. Like Gail was like, oh, my goodness. She's like, you know, you've perfectly created a perfect mistake. You you do it perfectly. <laughs> she said you've perfected it to a T. <laughs> and I remember her working with me to get this right. Because, see, in classical music, you must get it right. It's not that, you know, like, R&B, pop music, you can kind of slide into notes and all. It's not that way in classical music. You cannot do that. (laughs) So she was like, oh, my goodness, you know. But that's the point. Sometimes we can perfect those mistakes. And sometimes we need someone to point it out to us. 
And when they do, we don't need to be hypercritical, but we start working on it. And we start putting the tools and techniques into place. So I tell you, it's sometimes that you have to reflect on your success. That's that fourth key that I'm giving you. You have to reflect on your success. See, it's funny when you're insecure, you seem to do a great job at seeing every mistake, every flaw, and everything else. But when you are reflecting on your success, it's hard. See, I make my clients keep a journal, and I do it for a reason. Because, see, they're so quick to really be able to see the constant mistake. They're always ready to see the flaw. But, see, when you're journaling and you're writing down things that you're grateful for, things that you've accomplished, things that you've succeeded at, and you go back at the end of that week and you look through that book for the week and you see everything that you've accomplished, everything that you have done, it's a certain energy that comes into you. It's a certain bravado that kind of takes hold. And it's a dynamic way to say, hey, you did pretty good this week. You did a lot of stuff. Wow, I didn't even realize this. Because so we're so fixated on the mistakes that we forget to celebrate ourselves. And it's so imperative that we celebrate our micro wins. And I didn't say our dynamic wins. I said our micro wins. Because sometimes we have those little things that we accomplish that really was huge in the course of everything that we face. See, whisperers, I tell you, a lot of times people have a tendency to downplay everything. But then they want to up and boost the errors, which in turn takes away that security of who they are. And that's the sad thing about it. The insecurities are just that. It's no security in it. So it's like having an alarm system that you never activate. So if you have an expensive car that has an alarm system, but you never activate it, you never lock the doors, and then somebody steals the car, it's because, oh, and by the way, you left the keys in there with the engine running. It's the same thing that you do when you keep focusing and placing yourself under that magnifying glass and letting it burn into you. You just never really engage the security system to make yourself whole. This is a powerful discussion. And I always feel like when we get into these discussions, I feel like we should even have it a little bit longer. We should go even longer. Because it's like I feel like we do the the touching of the little plateau, and it's not even that we got all the way up to the top of the mountain. We're just not even – we're like midway there, and it's almost time to wrap. That's how powerful these discussions are. As we put the keys into practice, We go back again to the circumstances of making sure that we're doing self-care, self-check, self-love, because we want to be in that space to be able to eradicate and to release 
the chokehold of insecurities. Remember, that acronym, STOP, EXIT, LOVE, FREE. Those are the keys that we had last week. And it's funny because they go hand in hand with the keys that we just got today. That's how we want to pivot and have our minds constantly elevating and growing. Whereas insecurities can be stomped out. They can be released. That chokehold can be released. You can be free of it and you can run away from it. You truly can. But it takes real investment. And sometimes you need help in identifying, overcoming, and restructuring the way you see yourself, the way you speak into yourself. And if that's the case, then you should tap into me. I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor. I'm a fashion psychologist. I help pivot the mindset. I work with clients, and we are doing dynamic things. I'm teaching them powerful methods and giving them tools that are really groundbreaking and helping them to pivot and to be able to walk with security. They have that security system engaged whenever they need it because that's the power of what professionals can do for you and there is no harm and no foul in seeking help I tell everyone it's confidential you're not going to hear about yourself on my show you're not going to hear about yourself in the news or anything like that because it is not this is about helping you. It's not about building out or anything else. So if you need help, tap into someone who can help you. Get in touch with a therapist. Get in touch with different coaches and counselors, whoever is in your area. Or if you need to tap into me, there's a live link in the description box. You simply just have to click it and make an appointment. That's how simple it is. But it's at least the first step in you taking back that control. It's the first step of you making insecurity release its hold on you. And that's the first step for you to be able to level up and move on to a growth mindset beyond 2022. See, whisperers, I come in here and I do these discussions because I want to help you all to pivot. We're faced with so much day to day. We hear things in the news. We see things constantly. We're dealing with family crisis. We're dealing with health issues. That's everything. But when it comes to things that we can repair, we have to invest in that time of doing self-work. And there's no better way to invest in yourself than to invest in things that are going to help eradicate limited beliefs. And that's the truth of the matter. You know, I read um, a great quote when uh, I was thinking about this, and it was so funny because I was thinking about this, and lo and behold, this quote came up. 
and it was by uh who was it by uh oh my goodness I didn't even want to forget their name I should have wrote it down I, I believe it was Anil uh Sina Sina A N I L S I N H A and it stated no one is perfect even the most confident people have insecurities at some point in our lives we may feel we lack something that is reality we must try to live as per our capability. I said capability. Wow. See, it simply put means that you live in a normal approach, that you live within the expanse of that mindset that you aren't perfect and everything that you do isn't going to be perfect. We are the perfect imperfection. I just, when I read that, I was like, oh, my goodness, that is so good. And I was like, I got to share that with you all. Because that's what it made me realize and think when I heard this. Keep a real expectation who and what we are. Because, see, when we keep a real expectation it doesn't allow us to keep focusing and nitpicking on everything else. It helps us to just show up in our authentic manner. That's like me. I just show up how I am. I come in here and I love on you guys because I love having these topics. And I love being able to use my knowledge and to just bring forth great discussion. Because how many times do we get to sit down and really have people invest into things and strategies that really help us without paying an arm and a leg? See, whispers in a bottle is that clear voice amongst the noise. It's that moment that we get to come into the whisperer's lounge and invest quality into the dynamics of conversation. I'm really excited and happy over bringing this discussion forward. I hope that you all found it as beneficial and encouraging because I want you all to be able to let go and to release the chokehold of insecurities. The ladies in the chat box are like, wow, this was a powerful discussion. I love how you brought things out. And just to even simplify things of how we look at it can be dynamic. And one even said that today she is releasing some of those insecurities and she's going to do the necessary work to uproot and to really eradicate these qualities. See, if we can just have one or two, if I just have one or two that this message resonated with, I've done a good job and I'm excited over it. So I want you all to really make sure that you're doing your self-work. I want you all to really start investing that time into YOU. I want you to take out that commitment agreement that it's serious for you to really understand the importance of why we have to get this chokehold off of you. And see, sometimes when we become committed to things, 
we work even harder to release it and to eradicate those habits. You know, I appreciate you all spending this time in the safe zone with me. And um, I would love to, you know, I would love to hear your feedback on the show. I would love to know what you all think. I, I ask you all please to review the show, leave comments, because that's the only way that we know that you're enjoying it and that it resonates with you and that we're on point and that I'm doing my job. So I'd appreciate you all just tapping in. And even if you want to, you know, leave a review here on Blog Talk Radio in the comments, that's great. If you want to go to iTunes and leave us a review in comments or to Spotify, we would truly appreciate it because that's how we keep growing. That's how we keep getting better. And that's what I want. I want to bring quality to you all. And I want to be effective. You know, I definitely always tell you guys, I want to connect with you. So listen, come and get social with me. If you're on Clubhouse or if you aren't on Clubhouse, go join. Because I'm having dynamic discussions over there. I have a club. It's called the Roundtable of Intention. Notice that name. Because my intention is to be having aim, focus, and direction. And it's the same that I bring here on Whispers in a Bottle. It's that clarity that I want to bring into a space. Come and get social with me. I'm over on Instagram. You can find me at Whispers in a Bottle underscore podcast. Once again, that's Whispers in a Bottle underscore podcast on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And listen, you're going to want to join the Facebook group because I told you. And you're going to want to join the newsletter because I got a special announcement coming into the newsletter this week. So you're going to want to be a part of it. So make sure you follow us on um, Facebook at Whisper in a Bottle. Notice there's no S on Whisper, okay? So it's Whisper in a Bottle. Or you can find us on Twitter at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, that's capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E, Whispers Bottle. You must put it in the way that I spelled it or you won't find us. And I keep getting messages that you can't find us, but we are there. And then I send you all a link and you join me, so which is nice. But please make sure that you come over and join me there. And look, the Roundtable of Intention will be back on March the 8th. So we had a little short hiatus. And we'll be back March 8th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that's on Clubhouse. And if you think you would like to have your own private Zoom room with your group, please email us at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com because these ladies over here in this uh, societal book club have been dynamic. And I've really enjoyed having them in here. The, the questions, just the comments period that they was putting into the chat box is great. And um, I'm looking forward to having my 20 minutes after the show with them as well. So it's going to be dynamic. And don't forget to come back next week 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another fabulous discussion. And you know, 
You are listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. I want you all to please have a safe weekend. Make sure you wash your hands, wear your mask, and always check on your loved ones. And don't forget to work and remove and eradicate those insecurities by taking out your commitment agreement. All right, guys, until next week, be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.